Seven Mile Pipe Studios, Shelbyville, Kentucky. Episode 118. Season 2. Summertime Fun. Plus, commonly mispronounced words. Words. The word for your day. And more. And now, the Good Morning Show with Terry. You guys, um, Terry told me today it is the official start of summer because we have just had Memorial Day. Well, that's what a lot of people think of Memorial Day is kind of like the kickoff. You know, the summer, the swimming pools open, yeah, uh, those kind of things. Uh, you start thinking about vacation, school being out, that yeah. kind of a thing. So I think that people start thinking about Memorial Day as the official, unofficial kickoff to summer. And it's been pretty warm around here. We have been getting up early to get some stuff done, like, you know, water in the garden and doing work around the yard. And we have been doing a lot of stuff because by mid to late morning it's getting pretty warm yeah so we're in the upper yeah. 80s here i think i think week. i saw like 92 sometime this this weekend nah, or maybe toward the uh, week but then it goes back into the 70s and 80s so i really like that well it's summer i yeah. guess yeah Hey, uh, we're going to be talking about summertime fun. That's kind of a topic we're going to jump into a little bit. What do you like to do for your summertime? Does it mean vacation time? Does it mean doing things around the, uh, the yard and the house? Things, uh, you know, let us know. Put it in the chat box so we'll know exactly what it is that uh, we can talk with you about. The other thing we're going to talk about is something that Lynn Housel, who has not shown up yet. That's because Lynn's on the other Zoom. Uh, she is, yeah, isn't she? Well, I just left her on the other Maybe zoom. they'll be done here in a little while and she'll hop on over here. She gave us the, an idea for commonly mispronounced words. And we don't have the like the official official list, uh, but uh, I think we got 10 different words that we probably all would agree on that, you know, they get mispronounced from time to time. Not a big deal, but, you know, it's just funny how we say different things in different regions. And uh, so We've talked about this topic unofficially several times throughout our 118 episodes because I tend to mispronounce words and then get called out on it. And <laughs> I admit I don't know or I'm really trying or sometimes I am like a phonetic speaker and I often sound out words and say them how sure. I think they read. I'm a good reader, but when I start to speak some of those words or names out loud, it's not right. Well, they say that the English language is one of the hardest in the world to really adapt to and to learn because um, it's made up of about 350 different languages over the years. You know, just all the, we just kind of get a mishmash of, of words. From yeah. a lot of different languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jeff uh, Swartz-Trubi says he has growing up in Oregon and school not getting out until mid-June makes him traditional. Summer doesn't start until the 21st Yeah, so, right, I was talking to Bay about it, but, mm -hmm. you know, I think you're right, Terry, that it's, well, and the weather is just cooperating in such a way that clearly... The pools are open. All yeah. the summertime activities are beginning. So. Yeah. yeah. So what do you like to do for summer? I know as a kid, uh, summer meant uh, bike riding. We rode our bikes just about everywhere. Of course, when you live in a town that's about 16 blocks long and about 14 blocks wide, you can ride from one end of town to the other in no time at all. Well, and how about um, pool Sundays? Mm. Not our. It's not our pool, and it's not our Sunday. But um, somebody here in Shelbyville has pool Sundays. Mm, that's yes. their summer activity. Yeah, that's always fun. Which is a, uh, like a standing invitation for anybody 
she knows yeah. to join in. So. Yeah, well, that's good. And I think the kids really look forward to that, too. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Everybody does. <laughs> Our kids, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so we are doing um, a few things this summer, mm-hmm. right? We're going to take yep. a little vacation. Yeah, end of June. Yeah. And then um, we're maybe going to go ahead and go on to camp with the kids. Yeah. Missy says, yes, all are welcome. Uh, Yeah, camp down in Tennessee for uh, church camp. That'll be fun. That'll be in July. And uh, Baylor's birthday falls on that week while we're there. So that kind of makes it kind of a a double, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, double feature kind of thing. Mary Kay. So, yeah, MK says, I look forward to summer as I like eating outdoors on the patio and having grilled food, picnic food, and fellowship pong with friends and family. So I'm with you, MK. One of the things that we've been doing this week in the mornings um, has been getting our back patio ready to go so that we can spend more time out there. I have spent my mornings with the Lord in His Word and prayer outside every morning, um, early in the morning when it's still cool and there's a cool breeze coming through. Um, and so I've been sitting in our gazebo. Yeah. And, and it's starting to look really nice. We're getting some things, oh, you know, it looks great. You got the curtains that yeah. you're starting to and put you up got, there. Yeah. You got the wood moved and the new holder and things are just looking really good around the farm. So <laughs> we affectionately call it that we have a little more than a half acre, but you'd think we were farming 50 acres at the rate we're going right we're now. We're farmers now. Cause I got a little utility trailer cart from behind my John Deere tractor. That's my right. Farmer John Terry over here jumps on that John Deere with that trailer on the back, man. And he's riding around the yard, like big stuff. It's not quite big enough for a hay ride. Well, I don't know for maybe like Asher and you know, a few others Baylor. maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We could fit two in there maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So that be fun. Yeah, for sure. So I am with MK. I also enjoy grilled food, and you do such a good job on the grill. Yeah. Um, we've grilled um, pretty much, like, even when we were in Revival, we were grilling lunch before mm, we were yeah. going, so. Well, and, and I'm, you know, I don't know about you, Jeff, but uh, pretty much any time of the year, it doesn't matter. I can I can cook something in a hurry on a, on a grill. Well, you know. It's just everything tastes better grilled, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Okay, so MK gave us her summertime enjoyment. What else do you guys like to do? Are you like, we're all packing up and heading to the beach, sand between my toes kind of folk, or what? What else is there to do? Maybe you guys are taking a fun summer vacation somewhere. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah. You guys are so quiet tonight. (laughs) Everybody's wore out. That's what it is. Um, <clears throat> I remember as I got older and I had a car, um, you know, mid-teenage years, um, summertime was always fun because everybody would come and hang out at the parking lot down on Main Street, you know, and, and it was the turnaround, the loop. Everybody's got like a loop around, right, where you get to the end of the area where you're, we called it dragging Main, right? A lot of people do, dragging the strip or whatever. And they would come down to the end of, of town and turn around there by the Gibson's parking lot. Mm-hmm. It was a discount store, right? Uh, and people would turn around and we would all be sitting out there listening to the radio or whatever on the on all of our car stereos have all everybody have the same radio station tuned in and so it was really loud throwing frisbees footballs whatever and just hanging out and talking with people and that, that was a lot of fun you know something to look forward to janice says her summer looks a little different this year mm-hmm. um so here's my question janice do you get to go home tomorrow isn't June 2nd, didn't she say that was her release date? I think so. Maybe I missed it. I'm anxious yeah. to get an update on how you're doing. 
Um, Jeff says, especially the covered patio all year long is grilling season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right outside our back door, we have, uh, am I getting Facebook posts? Oh no, it's doing it again, Terry. Well, we're I see not Missy's, getting, Missy's on Facebook, we're, but, but it's probably she's probably she on your page. I, Monica, good question. Let me see if I can. I think we're having problems with the new setup here. And June 7th, while you're looking it up, Janice says June 7th is her release uh, date. okay. So that's going to be good. Yep. It's going to be fun. All right, here we go. This is... Yeah, so there's a new update to the software that we typically use, uh, just for all the geeks in the audience. And uh, the new update has a few different approaches toward uh, how you access and how you send information and send streaming out. And so we today was the first day we actually got it installed on the new computer and trying to figure it all out. So we thank you for your patience. We thank you for your tech support help and telling us. And uh, like Monica, I see Monica is on YouTube. All right, YouTube, here so. it is. All right, Monica, thanks for jumping over to YouTube uh, to talk to me. So okay, let's just so jump got on. Facebook on. I your can phone. see you now. So here's what we are going to just jump in, Monica. Monica's on. Terry Overton's on. Hi, Terry, Hi, Terry. from High Point, Archdale, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Warren Kaufman is on. Hi, Warren. Good hey, to buddy. see you. And so this is what um, Terry has going on. She thinks um, the official start of summer is June 21st, but it's been warm enough to go to the pool. So right. she says she's a beach baby and her church camp is beginning in August in the Virginia mountains. So that's what she's doing. That's awesome. Thanks so much, Monica, for helping me out. We are missing all of the comments from my Facebook well, feed again. Well, you keep again. that open there, and we'll, we'll do yeah, shout-outs. Yeah, I'll keep watching. That's right. And, I'll keep, keep watching. Track. I'll keep watching from yeah. here. Thanks, you guys, for being patient while we integrate this new technology. Yeah. So, Janice says, I'm walking. Woo-hoo! That's a big deal. That is a good deal. She doesn't have control over her leg. Yet, that's right. Yet. That's the operative word, sister. You're going to yeah, be kicking yeah, yeah. field goals with that thing for sure. For I'm sure. so proud of you, Janice. Yeah, we're calling you the walking miracle. So you know, for sure. you, the walking part's already there. See, yeah, we're just believing. Um, and then also, um, there is. Oh man, I had something to say before Monica got on and told me we were missing comments, and then I was all panicky and I forgot what it was. Oh, it was going to be good. Maybe it'll come back to you. Maybe. Oh, when we walk outside our back door, we have a porch. Our patio, our concrete patio has a big, heavy-duty metal, I guess a steel, um, black gazebo that is drilled into the concrete. So it's absolutely part of the patio. And it's really beautiful. And it's one of the things I think that maybe even drew us to the house. Did we not just totally love that? It was a big, part, big selling point for and us. And so yeah. we have quite a setup out there with Terry's grill and some new lawn furniture or some patio furniture. And we hung curtains um, around that just for decorative and also to keep the sun out when the sun is coming in in different areas and maybe a little quiet time privacy if the neighbors are out. And so um, I'm with you because, Jeff, it's covered. um, We can use it and we do use it all year long. Yeah. 
Yeah. Monica is reminding me that tomorrow is a national donut day. And mm, it is the yeah, truth. See? I got an email from Krispy Kreme because you know I'm one of their best customers if you don't know. Actually, if anybody gets the app, you get the emails also. <laughs> but I got emails today from Krispy Kreme telling me that tomorrow is National Donut Day. And so I think you can get $2 dozens at Krispy Kreme yeah. tomorrow because it's National Donut Day. That is so good. Monica, thank you for knowing how important that is to me. <laughs> I don't dig the National Day calendar, but I do like National Donut Day. Yeah, 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 I know. It tells us certain things like that. I think it even told us about National Day Donut, uh, National Donut Day last year. Probably. Yeah, that and our Krispy Kreme emails that we get. Well, I just want to say that Monica is a good friend to get on here and say that. Thank mm-hmm. you, Monica. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm going to click on this video. Oh, see. See, I knew sound was going to come in, but I wanted to alert you so that I can mute that. Oh, okay. Play this, and then I think I can watch the uh, comments come in over here. Oh, okay. Isn't yeah. that, thank you so much for that. That yeah. was nice of you. That way we can at least see okay. uh, what's happening over here. Hey, right. you're a good guy, Charlie yeah. Brown. Yeah, okay. Thanks so much. All right. So, there we uh, are. All right. So what else you got on the agenda for tonight? Well, let's see. Um, we got some, uh, we could do some shout outs. You know, we haven't done any shout outs in a little while. Hey, you know, not only do people watch us on Facebook and people watch us on YouTube, but do you know how many people just listen to us on podcast stations? That's right. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, all the places you get your podcasts. We have people listening to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. We're super honored for you to take your time to listen to us. There's so much content on podcasts these days. And the fact that you've decided to listen to us, it's very honoring. And we're honored by that. So we bless you and we thank you. And a special shout out to some very special podcast listeners, the Shelbyville Postal Workers here in the 40065. As they sort mail, they listen to podcasts and sometimes they listen to us. So we bless you and we thank you for delivering our mail so well. That is the U.S. Post Office here in downtown Shelbyville, Kentucky. Our Christmas windows, they painted them. One of our postal workers actually painted that on the windows herself. Her name is Michelle. She did such a great job. That was how we got introduced to the post office. I just asked, who painted the windows? And she's like, well, I did. And Yeah, but because you know. we do a lot of postal work, mm-hmm. I mean, a cer- mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. are down there a lot. And so yeah. they, they kind of know you. And Monica said she's that I'm very welcome for her telling me about National Donut Day because she's already got her donut order in at 8 a.m. to pick up. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> oh, that'll be good. That'll be good. That's you know, good. it's crazy how, like Krispy Kreme, especially lately, because um, I don't know what you guys have in your area, but if uh, if you've been to the Krispy Kreme uh, shops, they have some crazy donuts. Like they've been doing, the, what do they call the fan favorites? Fan favorites. It's <sighs> key lime pie. It's strawberry cream. It's chocolate cream pie. And it's banana pudding. Amazing. And they have been, flavors. they have been huge favorites. Yeah, and then um, well, they do seasonal. You know, every every like I feel like every month or so they're coming up with new line of donuts. Right. They're temporary, but here in Louisville we have a lot of donuts to choose from. We have local places like um, Nord's 
Nord's is a local donut shop not far from downtown, real close to the church as well. And they're famous for their maple bacon long johns. That's Mm -hmm. right. You heard me right. (laughs) It's a maple long john and it tastes delicious. And they put a piece of bacon on the top of it. So every guy within a five mile radius has to eat one. I don't know what it is (sighs) with you guys and bacon and maple, but it was good. And they're they're homemade, so in their their local bakery, and they're outstanding. And then we have all kinds of places besides Dunkin' Donut and Daylight Donut and Krispy Kreme. We have Duck Donut. If you don't know what Duck Donut is, it's where you go in and you just get blank donuts. It's like Subway for donuts. You you tell them what toppings you want on it. You tell them what flavored sauce and icing. They'll dip them right there, ice them. Put whatever on them you want. Mm-hmm. Duck yeah. donut. We have duck donut. Yeah. And then we have one. like high five donut, and we have we have so many local places. We have this place that we love, and there's about four different restaurants um, called Adrian's. Adrian's is a bakery. Yeah. They also um, right. are a small restaurant, and they do breakfast and lunch. And with every meal, you get a side of that's right donut, a complimentary donut with a your side meal. of donut with your meal. Isn't that crazy? And their donuts are outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's real good. So I don't know where do you guys live and do you have a lot of donut places, local chain donuts? What do you guys have? Yeah, I know we got North Carolina on here. North Carolina, what's the donut places down there? Probably Krispy Kreme. So let me tell you guys the secret about Archdale, North Carolina. You have a Circle K. The Circle K across from the Hampton Inn has cherry donuts, cherry cake donuts with cherry icing that make this chunky girl real happy. <laughs> I was love like four those. years ago we were there. And, they and had I, st- a, I, and I I've never remember. met a donut that I didn't love and remember. The Circle Ks in Louisville have not had those. I have to not my seen knowledge. it since We've then. not had them for uh, four years. I've I made I them twice them. because I missed them. Because I want them, and they yeah. and what I've made has never tasted as good as that. Well, it's yeah, but we have you know places like, of course, our grocery store, like Kroger's, and all they have like you know fresh donuts that they do in their little bakeries, but it's just not the same. Yeah, it's not I know. Krispy Kreme. I know, you know? I know it. I know it. It's really kind of crazy because there's uh, of all the places that you could go to to get a donut, one of those things, uh, like there's all kinds of like. Like a Baskin Robbins, like a 31 flavors, like 31 donuts. They need something like that. <laughs> that would be so good. Well, I, I think Duck Donut probably covers that with all the different flavors that you can make. Is yeah. that a little mouse pad? What is mm-hmm. that? Yes. You mm-hmm. have the coolest things. It is. Can I use this? Does this work? It would, uh, let's see, it would be connected to that, to, well, to the laptop. Helpful. No. I just want to see the thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Are Let's guys, see. Did everybody go to sleep? I think they've gone to sleep. I'm going to try and wake them up a little bit with some music okay. here. So that nice jazz background has been putting everybody to sleep, I think. Let's see. How about, before we get to the word for your day, let's talk about uh, some commonly mispronounced words. Shall we do that? That was supposed to be in our cool intro tonight. And I can't believe that intro didn't play. No, we are not going to talk about how to make friends while driving. <laughs> yeah, we already did that one. Well, you know, a lot of people, the English language, like I said, is one of the hardest languages to talk, to learn, um, and to talk in sometimes. 
<laughs> like right now. Um, I mean, but people sometimes get in debates about how you're supposed to pronounce certain kinds of words. I mean, they're passionate about their words. And like uh, like this one, for instance, the, the, uh, the, it's the term that is used for a file type, an image file type on computers. And G-I-F. It's G-I-F. GIF. And people say GIF. I say GIF. But the person who created the GIF is J-I-F-F is how they pronounced it. Jiff um, peanut butter. Yeah, see, like peanut butter, like Jiffy peanut butter. But according to the developer I call of it GIFs, it's J-I-F-F. Why but didn't he spell it like I that? I don't then? know. I don't I don't understand. But, oh, because it's graphic interchange file. That's what it stands for. Graphics and it's an acronym. So the second one was uh, is one that is a it's mischievous. Mischievous. Yes. That's how it often gets pronounced. That's how I say it. Well, the funny thing about this word is we've been pronouncing it like that since the sixteenth century, despite many attempts to get to to start pronouncing it the way that there is supposed to be spelled. Mischievous. How yeah. do you say it? Mischievous. Mischievous. Yeah, mischievous. 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 We're we're, we're not supposed to pronounce the E-E sound in the middle of the word, but the E-E sound after the V isn't even there to begin with. Mischievous. Mischievous. So I'm O for two. It's M-I-S-C-H-M-O-U-S-E. No, M-I-S-C-H-I-E-V-O-U-S. There's a word. Monica, that's the worst. See? Worcestershire. Worcester. Worcestershire. Worcester. Worcestershire. <laughs> yeah, Worcester. Okay. okay, here we go. So the the mischievous. Okay, the next one. That's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> Number three. Janice, she says, Melissa, just stop. All right. That's so wrong. how about this word? Library. Library. Yeah. But a lot of people pronounce it. Library. Library. Right. Yeah. It's definitely. I got one right. Yeah, it's definitely one of the most commonly mispronounced words. Um, and, uh, you know, we tend to think of it that the first R in this word is silent. But, um, yeah, that's another one. Okay, right Monica's there. got another one. My grandma, Jellison, always called it the wash. Yeah. Go wash your hands. Go wash We're your gonna hands. We're going to do the wash. And did she say wash them in the water? Wash no, them in the water. No, she didn't say water. Water. There's people around Hayes. She didn't say the water. German, they she say just water. said war. Go wash your hands. Go wash, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Yeah. Well, uh, another another common mispronounced word is actually the word pronunciation. 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 Yeah, because they're saying pronouncing, but there's no new, there's no, no noun sound in there. It's none. Pronunciation. Pronunciation. You know, I don't know that I've said that word enough to know that I'm saying it right or wrong. Yeah, it's just one of those that gets mixed up from time to time. Another one is salmon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I say salmon. this right, but so many people say salmon. Uh-huh, salmon. salmon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The L is silent. Yeah, it is. I mean, there's debates that have been debates that have been gone over the years that um, you say the L in it, but it's the correct way is the L is silent, mm-hmm. and the M-O-N part isn't pronounced as M-U-N, but M-I-N. Hmm. Salmon. Salmon. So, um, Jeff and Mary Kay have some. MK mm. says February. February was one on the list that, that was Febu- that, of another February list. Okay. February is how I say it. February. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that R gets February, skipped. February, February. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> Jeff says, except in Massachusetts, where it is pronounced Worcester. Worcester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Worcester. Uh, sounds yeah, like a disease. Sounds like a disease. <laughs> if you say these words long enough, they sound weird. Yeah, they do start to sound funny. Okay, what is the next one, Terry? Ask. 
Okay. Ask. Mm-hmm. You, you people sometimes ask. they say ask. I want to mm-hmm. ask you a question. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People don't know really how that that common mispronunciation came into play. It just uh, the, the word uh, uncomfortable to pronounce and uh, hard to go with ax. I, I can't. I guess it's easier to say ax than ask. Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday. 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 I say it like that so I know how to spell it. <laughs> well, that's right. It's it, they, Most people say it that way to remember its correct spelling. And although that may be helpful, it began to be considered the proper way of pronouncing it for some time. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Stomach. How about that one? S-T-O-M-A-C. How did people say that wrong? Stomach. Stomach. You may hear it as stomach. Stomach. Because that A-C-H... You know, uh, stomach is an awkward word to pronounce for some people. Um, Jeff gen- says yes. ambulance. Yes. Ambulance. 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 Mm-hmm. Ambulance. Another one that's not on the list that we're going through, but that I think of when I think of ambulance is aluminum. Aluminium. Aluminium. That's right. I, that may be our friends, <laughs> our friends across the pond <laughs> might have that, that specific pronunciation. Um, uh, let's see that one. Meme. I wasn't sure. Meme. Who I think that, that one. I don't know, but me, 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 me. No, I don't ever. Okay, heard it tin is pronounced Dukes. Yeah, <laughs> mayonnaise. That's the uh, the pronunciation that we're talking about. Mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is how I say it, but really I just say Dukes. Well, if if you're at a restaurant and you're not eating. All day, you get begin to order a sandwich, and you you realize you can't remember how to pronounce this word. A lot of people are that way. Mayonnaise, mayonnaise, mayonnaise. Like it's not M O N N A Z E. Mayonnaise. See, the real pronunciation of that word sounds stupid yeah. to me. Mayonnaise. I'm just going with mayonnaise. Yeah. Mayonnaise. May I have some mayonnaise? It's like grape poupon. No, I can't do it. <laughs> I don't How know. How funny! Those are good. Bedroom sweet said Robin. Ah, Bedroom yes. suit. You're right. A lot of people mispronounce that Robin. That yeah. is that is a good one. Janice says tomato, tomato, and yeah. she's correcting me that mayonnaise is pronounced Hellman's. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> we I have know. this argument. I heard that the I, other yes. day. Yeah, I heard them talking about that. Yeah, and Jeff's yeah. reminding us that in England, they do say aluminum. Mm-hmm. That's that's correct. Mm-hmm. They yeah. do. Yeah. I still, aluminum foil, I don't have a problem with that one. Well, one of the articles that I found was uh, from the, the, the British uh, Mirror. It's the, the paper or the online post, and they had a whole list of stuff that was... So, was my two cents on this, there is um, I've, I watch a lot of, I don't know why like language pronunciation videos and linguistics they call it and there is a couple of those that have an Australian woman about Mm. the same age as an American woman about the same age as an English or woman from Great Britain or UK and what they're saying is the UK English versus the American English versus the Australian English they're all three very different yeah even though it's the same language now we can typically understand one another but there are words that in we do not use in UK English or Australian English well you're right and it's like the uh, town over here versus sales mm-hmm. but it looks versailles. like versailles france mm-hmm. you know different pronunciations because of a regional thing right um, and and words like pram we don't we don't use the word pram that's a that's a baby buggy yes. a buggy you a buggy is a cart 
a grocery cart, a, a store shopping cart. Mm-hmm. They call it a buggy. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. call a buggy a, a grocery cart and a pram. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. And then there's, they call a lorry, which is a truck. Yes. So their trash truck is called a bin lorry, and mm. their mail truck is called a post lorry. <laughs> yeah. So there you have it. He's, Jeff says the E on the end of sweet suit makes it sound like sound like sweet yeah sweet the e, because the e on the sound end like of the a word. trike sweet yeah sound, sounds sounds like sweet yeah the english uh, language word is here that boatswain. I boatswain. It's, boatswain. it's boatswain 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 but it's b-o-a-t-s-w-a-i-n boatswain boat it's boatswain boatswain mm-hmm. yeah well that's that's words uh for boy or servant <laughs> yeah uh, um a boatswain whistle you know, yeah, uh-huh. that's what they play at the beginning. Yeah. Right. Thing. I can't do it. I can't even whistle. My lips are dry from being outside today. Yeah. You You also, I don't think you, you can see it real bad. You got a little. What's this my Australian thing? Is this? I don't know. Janice is talking about, she says my Australian. Maybe she's, I bet it, I bet Janice has a really good Australian accent. Oh, I bet she does. Yeah. Yeah. Mate. Hey, mate. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, that's just a few things, a few things, that, a few words that we mispronounce and uh, we don't even know it sometimes. But uh, it's not like it's a huge major deal. But I do find it funny that some of those videos of well, people from, know, from overseas that have, they're confused by how we say words. Well, are you a corrector? Like you, are you a corrector when you hear somebody say something wrong? Do you like uh, correct them? <laughs> I, I mean, there's correctors in my life, right? And they're like, Mom, you know, say it Oregon. It's not say it like that, Mom. It's Oregon. Why you say it like that? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm sorry. Mary Kay's talking about escape, escape. not escape. Escape. That, there, escape. There's another one that runs right along with that that was in another list. Espresso or oh. espresso. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People say espresso. But I think that sometimes it's okay to let people um, mispronounce words without oh, yeah. correcting them. Yeah. Like, you don't have to correct. Yeah. No, it's let not Let those deal. of us that mispronounce words regularly <laughs> have our day, you know? Yeah. And um, Jeff said a biscuit in England is what we call a cookie. Yes. That's right. <clears throat> and, and chips. Our fries. Yes. And, and crisps. Crisps. Our chips. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's all um, crazy. Janice says, my Australian Siri calls parking oh. lot a car park. Car park. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We hear yep. that one on ours from time to yep. time. Well, I think, do I have an Aussie one or do I have an Irish one? Um, my guy, his name's I think Fernando. you go back and forth between the two, but mine mine has been the one from India. And yeah. That's been interesting. That is funny. <laughs> Especially when she switches over from a female voice to a male voice Jeff with no warning he's, whatsoever. He's a mental corrector, but not a verbal corrector, generally. Yeah. I yeah. appreciate that because there are times when I know I'm using a word wrong as I'm preaching, but I'm just so gung-ho. I'm using it with confidence. <laughs> that's like right. Like the word colander. <laughs> Colander. I, I, I didn't know for the longest time I was saying that wrong. Oh, well. And so I would say, go get your colander. <laughs> go get your strainer. Your colander. Yeah, yeah. And I really, I when I was doing daycare, I before I did home daycare, I, I worked at a daycare facility. And I remember I said, you get your colander, you drain your pasta. And the one teacher looked at the other teacher and she said, what? <laughs> and she said... <laughs> colander is yeah. what she meant just oh, go yeah. with it yeah 
That's crazy. I well, didn't know until that moment that I was saying it wrong. Right. Well, in, in in case you're wondering what you've just stepped into, this is the Good Morning Show at Night with Terry and Melissa. And uh, we usually do shows Mondays, Wednesdays, Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. We're having a little uh, crazy time tonight with some words that get oftenly mispronounced or uh, um, pronunciated. Um, whatever you want to say, <laughs> and uh, getting ready for a, a word for your day, actually. Uh, th- this would be a good segue for us, since we're talking about words, to be able to just uh, smooth ourselves right on over into what God's Word says. Janice says she argues with the girl, but the Australian guy does no wrong. Oh, Janice, see. <laughs> you're so honoring. Do a little thingy for me. Yeah, Thanks. there you go, and I'm going to hey, clear off Proverbs here. Today, as I was reading in Luke chapter 2, just a couple verses stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. We're going through, um, you know, the birth of Jesus Christ in Luke chapter one and two. And what we're seeing is John the Baptist being foretold um, to his father. Um, and then and then Mary being foretold of Jesus. And the, and the person that was the messenger for Zachariah or Zacharias, Zachariah, and Mary was the same messenger. And that was Gabriel. The angel Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God. He said that. He said, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. And for not believing me, he struck Gabriel, uh, Zacharias dumb, uh, mute, until his baby was born. Um, so I'm not even talking about that. I don't know why I started there. But that's how we begin the Gospel of Luke. Right off the bat, there's so much information. It's so good. And it's so well written and thought out. It, it is often said that the Gospel of Luke is one of the most beautifully written pieces of literature in the Bible. And it's possible... I say possible because we actually don't know the author of all of the books of the Bible, like Hebrews, but it's possible that Luke is the only Gentile writer the Holy Spirit used or the Lord used to write the canon that we call the Bible in the New Testament. Otherwise, they're pretty much all uh, of Jewish. And so Luke was a very cultured man. He was a very educated man, and he wrote very beautifully. And if you're reading in the in the Gospel of Luke, there's so much investigation that he did as he wrote down the story of Jesus Christ. He was able, because he was a contemporary with the apostles, he, he lived the same time as the disciples. He lived the same time as Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ. He interviewed and spoke with the women that traveled with Jesus. There's so much um, detail in his writing. And as I'm reading Luke chapter two today in my time with the Lord, I noticed something and I'm not sure what the word, the lesson is in this, but let's just read it and see where we go with this. So Jesus is presented at the temple. And what happens is when a Jewish baby, um, especially the firstborn male that opens the womb um, at eight days is brought before the temple and there is a sacrifice given according to the law of the Lord for that child. It's usually like a pair of turtle doves or young pigeons and In this moment, Mary and Joseph, when Jesus is eight days old, they bring him to the temple, they make the sacrifice, and they declare his name. The name that was given to him before he was even conceived, the angel Gabriel. 
And uh, I think it was Gabriel that came in a vision to Joseph at night and said to call the child Jesus. They named him Jesus on the eighth day. He was circumcised. And what happens is this man in the temple who was filled with the Holy Spirit. He was a, a man of God. His name is Simeon. And the Lord told him by way of his Holy Spirit that Simeon would not die until he saw the Lord's Christ, the Lord's Messiah. And by the Spirit, he came to the temple on the day that Mary and Joseph brought Jesus in. That whole thing's a miracle unto itself, right? And he sees this child, Jesus, and he begins to prophesy over Jesus. And he says some really beautiful things. Um, and I'm not even going to like dive into that, but there's so much to read here in Luke 2. Then at the same time, a prophetess called Anna, um, who is the daughter of Phanuel, who, who actually is, I think, at 84 years old at this time. And she had spent most of her life as a widow in the temple every day, fasting and praying, fasting and praying and serving at the temple. And she comes and begins to give thanks to God um, and speaking of the redemption of Jerusalem through this child. So now Mary and Joseph, eight days, their parents, brand new parents, brand new baby, bring the sacrifices, bring the child for, for his circumcision, bring the child for his naming. And all of a sudden, there's all these prophetic words being spoken about this baby. And it says that Mary treasures these words and ponders them in her heart. It says that several times throughout the scripture. This is what it says. And this is what I wanted to read in verse 39 and 40, when they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, Mary and Joseph and, and Jesus, they returned to Galilee to their own city of Nazareth. Now, verse 40, the child continued to grow and become strong, increasing in wisdom and the grace of God was upon him. That verse 40 caught my attention. Jesus, the child Jesus, the baby Jesus, the toddler Jesus, the young child Jesus, the older child Jesus, the young teen Jesus, the older teen Jesus, the young man Jesus, continued to grow and become strong, increasing in wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Caught my attention. It sounds a little bit like something else that's said of Jesus, not far from this verse. In fact, we see it here again in verse 52. Now, what transpires right after verse 40 in Luke 2 is that we flash forward 12 years to a time when Jesus and Mary and Joseph go to Jerusalem to celebrate the feast of the Passover. And you guys know this story at 12 years old, Jesus gets separated from his parents and he stays behind in Jerusalem as the rest of their family and their caravan leave, right? And the parents were unaware. They, they traveled for a day. They had to go back and find him. Where did they find him? They found him in the temple. Now, here's the interesting thing. All who heard Jesus were amazed at his understanding and his answers, 
But when they saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us this way? Behold, your father and I have been anxiously looking for you. And he said to them, Why is it that you were looking for me? Did you not know I had to be in my father's house? But they did not understand that statement which he had made to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth, and he continued in subjugation to them, and his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. There's Mary treasuring up in her heart everything she's seeing and learning about her son. And verse 52, this is the key verse. And Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. All right, verse 40 and verse 52 happen 12 years apart. He's a baby when verse 40 is declared that Jesus, the child, grew and became strong, increasing in wisdom, and the grace of God was upon his life. For 12 years that happened, and then again at 12 years old, the word says, Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. This is the thing that caught my attention as I was reading this morning. Lord, what are you saying about these two verses that the Holy Spirit highlighted for me? And then I get it. Here's what it is. I think it's so important that we, like Jesus, continue. We have to be in subjugation. Jesus was in subjugation to his parents. He was the son of the living God, but he honored the role of his mother and father. He honored the role of the authorities over him. You and I, as children of the living God, have to honor the authority of the living God over us. We have to honor the authority of of Scripture and the Word and the Holy Spirit and Jesus. And we have to follow the rules of the land. And we have to come under authority of the leadership, Um, whether it's in your church, your denomination, your government, your job, your family. But listen. In that, we are called to grow. We are called to increase. We are called to increase in wisdom. You remember in James chapter 1, when God says, if any one of you lacks wisdom, ask. Ask. He is a God that freely gives when his kids say, Lord, I need wisdom. Do you remember what he said when he said to Solomon, you can have anything you want? And Solomon said, I desire wisdom to rule your people justly, fairly, and rightly. And God gave him the gift of wisdom. In fact, he was probably one of the wisest men that ever lived on the earth. God loves when we ask for his wisdom, godly wisdom, and he loves to lavish that upon us. I would say it's not just a request we should make. I would say we're almost commanded to follow Jesus' example, to increase in wisdom grow in stature. That means he was growing in in physical stature as well. And then in favor with God and men. If it is possible, as far as it is possible with you to live at peace with all men, we are not called to be nasty to people. We are not called to talk down to people, criticize people, or compare. We are called to love people. And if we live in favor of God and men, it opens the door for us to build trusting relationships 
to where we can share the word of God. People rarely listen to someone they don't know and trust, but boy, when you've gained relationship and favor with other humans, they begin to listen to you and you have a platform to share the word of God, to share a testimony, to invite people to know Jesus as their own savior. Our example, Jesus had it right from a baby. When it say he grew in wisdom and grace from God, and he grew in wisdom and favor with God and man, even the Christ child baby, even the Christ child at 12 years old is still an example, is still an example for us today. Ask, can we just pray into this? Lord Jesus, I pray right now that we would be people that come to you increasingly ask for more wisdom not wisdom that puffs up, not knowledge that puffs up, not pride, but wisdom, godly wisdom, wisdom from your word, wisdom from your spirit, wisdom from heaven, and that we would grow in favor with God and men. First of all, it should be our only ambition to please God, to be in favor with God. And secondly, we want to be in such favor with other humans that we can build trusting relationships that would give us an opportunity to share the gospel when the door is opened. Lord, we love you tonight. I pray that you would help us to be what you've called us to be, Christ-like. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. There's your word for the day. That's so good. Hi, Bobby Patton. I see you. Hey, Bobby. Good to see you. Bless you, buddy. Yeah, Judy Hi, Sally's Judy. just checking in. Hi, Judy. Bless you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Prentice, Pastor Prentice Evans at Revival preached on this set of scripture, and he preached about not realizing that you've walked away from Jesus, not realizing that you've left Jesus behind and going back and, and reconnecting with Jesus. It was an outstanding message. Very much But when so. I was reading through it today, I was just struck by how even the baby... And the toddler and the little man, Christ Jesus, was growing in wisdom and increasing in favor and how we're called to do that. And I'm not sure that we do. I think so many times we get in relationship with the Lord and we get quickly stagnant, right? And we don't realize that growth and maturity in the spirit is essential. And so it's a good example to follow. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and the other thing I really liked that that uh, Prentice said was they had to go back to where they last remembered that he yeah. was with them. Yeah. And we have to do that if we feel like he has his presence is not with us. We have to uh, go back and and go back to that place to where we last remember. And, yeah, that's so good. It's, it is. Judy says, "Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom." Jesus' prayer were heard and answered because of his reverence for his Father. Hebrews five seven. Mm, mm-hmm. Good stuff, Judy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this is the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You have been tuned in here to uh, uh, our Thursday Night Live. We have things that we do on Thursdays that we don't do on the Mondays and the Saturday shows. And so we're so glad that you've uh, hung out with us and even participated because this is a uh, highly participatory kind of uh, an event. And uh, you like the way I use that participatory? That's nice. That's real nice. Mm, precipitous. Did you just shoo my hand off your yeah, thing? Yeah, because there's things that'll take off flying if we if you press and, and do stuff. So. I just wanted to see the thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll get that fixed for you, too, this week. I need my so, clicker. Yeah, you need to see your screen back. That and this Facebook thing's got me all jiggered up. I Are you twistered inside? No, I'm not. Uh, it's just that when you said, hi, Bobby Patton, and I knew that he wasn't over there, that I that it, something else had, that it had happened again. So That's right. <clears throat> 
Yeah. Bobby, are you glad to be done? Uh, we've got just a, one more test uh, here with this class coming up. So uh, you're probably like us. It's a little sigh of relief as we come to the close of this uh, Hebrew prophet's I'll class. I'll sigh in relief when I pass the test. <laughs> Remember, he says he's not setting us up to fail or, right. even, to, or even to get a C. That doesn't mean that I won't. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to do fine. Oh, man. I, I'm, fine. I hope so. I'm really going to spend some time working. Yeah. So the last remaining minutes here, what do you say? Uh, we always like doing the getting to know you questions. Yeah, we did jokes last time mm-hmm. and maybe the last two times. So let's do a get to know you question one through. 209 yeah if you have a number we'll ask you to post it now pick a number we'll we have questions associated with each number we don't know what the questions are beforehand at all so if you pick a number we'll answer the question each of us and then we'll ask you to answer the question as well so we can get to know you you can get to know us and we're all going to know each other <laughs> so how about a number? Post a number yeah. 1 through 209. All right. Watching over here on Facebook, on your Facebook page. 218, Two- says Janice. <laughs> Janice! <laughs> what? You're fired, Janice. What, what is the matter with you? She's like, where I come from. 208. You know? 208. All uh, right. Go either side oh, of that. Oh, yeah. Pick yeah. One. Let's see. Uh, how about this one here? Okay. What was your favorite book? Growing up, let me post it in the comments here so we can put it up on the screen for everybody to see. All right, so what we was had your to go with 209 Janice because up? 208, yeah, 208 was, was crossed out. It was what's the best dessert you've ever had, but that was uh, just the other night, so it didn't get filled in yet. What was your favorite book growing up? I think one of my favorite books growing up was Mr. Willoughby's Christmas Tree. It's not a very well-known book. It was a hardcover book, and it was about this Christmas tree that Mr. Willoughby bought. And Mr. Willoughby was very wealthy, and so he had this gigantic, big, tall tree. But there was a little bit too much of it at the top, so they had to trim some of the top off. They trimmed part of the top off, and wouldn't you know, as they tossed it out in the garbage, somebody else was just uh, passing by, needed a Christmas tree, and it was just a little bit too tall for the place where they were, so they tripped the t- trim the top off, and it just keeps getting handed on down ah. through the animals. Finally, the very little last tip at the top, top of the tree ends up in a little mouse hole, and uh, but all these different you know people and and animals get the tree, and so it's really. Do you good. have a favorite book, Baylor, that you want to talk about? No. Oh, okay. So um, Janice li- liked the Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys. Perfect. Yes. I and Monica like the Boxcar Children. Boxcar Children's good. I read um, my favorite stories growing up. I read a lot. Okay. Um, but I think my favorite was the biography of Beatrix Potter mm. and the biography of Mary Todd Lincoln. Cool. Cool. And I think Baylor does have. As a high schooler, um, I fell in love with William Faulkner, and I love the book As I Lay Dying. It's a little dark and a little creepy, but I absolutely love it, and I've read it a lot of times. Well, it, it's and it gives you some good insight into life here. And uh, Warren says Rambo. It's nothing like the movie. Oh, oh really, Warren? You're so funny. I didn't know Rambo was even a book. I didn't either. Wow. There you go. MK says uh, Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate, Chocolate Factory. And Janice likes the boxcar children, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Robin says number 14. All right. Let's Did you cross have a book, off. Sissy? She's read so many books, oh, you know. Baylor Uh-oh. is quite a... I didn't touch anything. What happened? Did the scoopy thing. <laughs> Where did it... All right. I pushed a button, so... All right. Number, right, number 14, 14 says right, Robin. So, okay. I just want to make sure I didn't like quit the whole program or something. But I heard the music still going. 
All right. So this is a longer one. It's got a two-part to it. but uh, So we'll post this in here and see what it is. Number 14. This is an interesting one. Are you more productive at night or in the morning? And do you think it's possible to change and get used to another schedule? I am absolutely more productive in the morning. No doubt about it. I don't want to get used to another schedule. Could I? I worked third shift for a for a long number of years and I really struggled. So I don't know if it's even possible for me to be productive any other time. I'm definitely a morning girl. How about you? I, um, I'm not a morning girl and uh, I do have the uh, propensity to try to do both, but I, I don't know. I think the more productive I am in the mornings when I've been able to get up really early because there's no yeah. distractions, I do seem to get more done than I do when I'm working at night, but I've always I've always had the propensity to be a night owl, you know, plus you. Thank you. Uh, Judy Sally says she's more productive at night. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Jeff, he read the Danny Orlis series, and when he was young, and Judy read Johnny Tremaine. Uh-huh. Lived inside of a tree in the wood. Okay. And Jeff, he's definitely a morning person, while not possible, while possibly not comfortable. While, while possible, it's not comfortable. Ah. Yeah. And Robin says usually at night, but she has to has had to get used to the morning. Yeah. yeah. And Judy reads biographies also. Biographies are really Hi, cool. Hi, Anne. Welcome, Anne from Topeka, Kansas. We love you, sister. Welcome. She's not a morning person, but with time, she can get things done in the morning. Yes. Yeah. Same here. Warren says he's a morning person, but he can easily switch to being productive at mm. night. Good mm-hmm. for you, Warren. That's like yep. being ambidextrous. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's Otis, good. hi, Otis Woodward, Woodard, bless you. And he says his circadian rhythm is a tough thing to break. It is. It is true. It I agree is. with that. that. That's why I struggled with third shift so much when I worked at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I saw one more. Janice said she was praying to become a morning person since her stroke. She now gets up at five. Well, look how the Lord's answering your prayer, Janice. (laughs) Do you get up or do other people get you up? Is that what the thing is? I think there was one more number posted. One more number. Judy posted 109. How about we look at 109 and do one more before we sign off tonight? Number 109. Have you ever? It's one of those have you ever kind of questions. Yeah. Have you ever? Yes. Let's see here. All right. Get it to go. And here it is on your screen so you can all see it. Have you ever won a contest? And what was it for? Mm. Well, I remember calling the radio station and being the seventh caller and winning an Elvira stand-up poster at, at, at Halloween. You mean Elvira, the mistress yeah, of the dark or the night or whatever? Yeah, which my mother would not let me go pick up because she said it was trashy so <laughs> i never true. got it so that's i true. guess does that count yeah well you know that that does count it does count i was in a lot of different contests and you know as well as i do because you did too we did a lot of singing contests yes. a lot of music contests some of them weren't very fair um some of them were terribly not fair um i did win some stuff i was successful in some of that so i can't complain yeah yeah what about yeah, you i did the uh well i spelling contests in school oh yeah uh, you were to, a good speller i went to the state spelling bee for uh, in the state of kansas for my county um, and i think that was like eighth grade or something and uh let's see oh the um ace uh, not ace, the, the true value true value it was true value true value showdown country showdown yeah i uh, did the local the regional and uh, was at the semifinals um and was the runner-up 
should I have, you know, the, the person that got chosen? Should Miss America not be able to hold her crown? This was the runner up. <laughs> to go to the nationals that was in Nashville. And so so uh, Warren said that for carving a whale in fifth grade, he won a contest. Good mm. for you, Warren. Awesome. And Anne said she read the Little House on the Prairie series yes. growing up. Very good. And she won a wee from a drawing at the state fair. Hey, that's a humdinger. There you go. That's cool. And Janice says she won a radio show tickets to Lagoon, an amusement park. That's great. That is cool. And Otis said he won Robin. Robin, he won his wife. That's a good contest to win, buddy. Yeah. You guys are so good. I love getting to know you. Hey, Roselyn. How are you, sweet sister? She is definitely family. There There is some serious fam in Fort Worth. And Rose is one of them. <laughs> love you so much, sweet sister. Been yeah. praying for Chris. Love you. Love that you guys are doing well. And it's about time for us to say goodnight. Yes. Because as Otis said, our circadian rhythm is very strong. And it's telling me I got to go to bed. Mm, Judy said she won a drawing for free rent once. That's a good win, too. Well, you know. Monica hey. won $75 off wedding brass decorations hey take it where you can get it that's right so, guys? that's right for sure i know hey it. we've loved being with you tonight we love encouraging you when we encourage you we feel encouraged and i want you to know the lord jesus loves you so very much and so do we you matter so much to him you that's matter right. to us that's right if you haven't already subscribed for notifications either on our youtube channel or on our website just go to the goodmorningshow.tv and we typically will send out emails today was one of those days where we didn't get the email out so much going on but you'll get an email about what's happening next as far as when we go live or if we have other shows that are going to get posted in advance from what everybody else is going to know so if you want to be in on the know go to the goodmorningshow.tv and sign up there today hey guys we're not going to be with you saturday live because we have graduation to go to but don't miss us on monday morning we are going to set you up for success on monday for your whole week we'll see you monday morning have a great weekend bless you guys We'll see you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.